Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We need the drum roll here because this is big, because either this quarterback is number one or outside of your top 40. This is crazy, <laughs> right? There's no in-between here. There's only one spot left. Oh, yeah, baby. What's up? It's Chris Sims Unbutton, episode number 509. Ahmed Farid is here. He's wearing his red pants, so you know it's a special edition of the show. Big day. Hope everybody's good. Morgan is here. Have no fear. She just sat down. She's looking at her phone. She's getting everything ready for yep. us here. But it's a good day. Hope you're good. You have a good weekend last weekend? Good weekend. I was yeah. back home. Yeah. Back in I Michigan. Heard. Back in the D? Back in the D, yeah. You and the now, D12? Yeah, now 313. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right? And they have it on the field now, which I really do I, like I, I've seen that. Right. Now, now, I did grow up like... Two and a half hours away from Grand, uh, nah, Detroit. Don't, in Grand don't, Rapids, don't spare us those details. I feel like Michigan is only known for Detroit. It's a giant state with an upper peninsula, too. But, Ooper um, peninsula. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the Oopers. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was cool. You're the, the don't tell me that. I envisioned you on the eight-mile road and then B-Rabbit with you and Eminem. So, okay? That's As where do most people you. listening to me on this It gives pod. you street cred, right? Yeah. So don't tell them you're out from somewhere, <laughs> way out from there. They're like, that guy with glasses on the Chris Sims pod? He's probably tough. He probably grew up in the in the streets. No, uh, no, it was cool. It was cool to be back. Saw some friends back there. Saw my Detroit Tigers get a lead for most of the game and then blow it in the ninth inning. Sounds so Detroitish. It was very Tigerish. Uh, yes. what, what is? Uh, have you been to that stadium before? Comerica? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by that one. There's a bunch of new stadiums in baseball, or I consider that new, or, yes. you know, or newer yep. that I want to see that look like they have a great setting, right? I always am envious of that one, the one in Pittsburgh because the city's right there in the background. It looks yep. all like walkable, so. You don't have yes. to worry about driving home drunk or anything like that or yes. whatever. Right? Yeah, no, it, it has a great sight line when yeah. you look out into center field. Looks awesome. And also, there were people everywhere because that weekend, this past weekend also, yeah, right. Taylor Swift was there. Damn. It was the Taylor Swift Eras Tour. She's everywhere. She's everywhere. <laughs> so who knows if it was the real Taylor Swift. It just might have been one of her clones. But they were there. They were right across the street at Ford Field. They were, which I was going right to say, they door. played inside at the yeah. bigger venue. Yeah, the Lions right. Stadium. So yep. uh, it was it was crazy. You see some family and friends this weekend? Yep. saw some yeah. friends while I was over there. But it's really a quick trip. Saturday and Sunday, and then I'm and out. And you're and out. So what are you, like Saturday dinner did you do? Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He came to the game. My yeah. buddy came to the game. Cool. And then we uh, watched it on Saturday and then worked on Sunday with Nick Swisher and had fun, as we always do. You know had me. Had fun. Oh, have fun. I mean, you in the dirt and the sand here recently. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're running on tracks at the Kentucky Derby yes, and the Preakness. Yeah. Yes. And now we got some other video evidence of you. So, so we have a question from Corey Joskowitz yeah, about this. He right. goes, Chris, can you break down the legs in A on this guy? 
Uh, his interviews seem promising, but a little concerned about the field upside. So Yeah, we're, we're, well, I hear you, Corey. You're right. <laughs> At the end of the show, I decided that I was going to uh, fulfill a lifelong dream. And run the bases at Comerica Park. Oh, don't let them in. They almost didn't. They were like, who are you, sir, and why are you doing this? So here are the kids running if you're l- listening to the pod and not watching on Peacock or YouTube. Why am I so upright? Why are you so proper form? Like, I got to stay right here and keep the arms in. And uh, hey, you, you, it, look, it looks pretty good, though. Yeah, not bad. I mean, you got a nice smooth run. I'm, I'm calling I out mean, kids for passing me. I you're mean, not how supposed dare to do that on the how base dare. I, Yeah, I would have liked to have seen you turn into, like, fifth gear here. Just yes. down, you know, down down the third baseline. Much slower than and I thought it was going to be. And you didn't step on home? Well, I didn't know if you were what supposed to or not. What the fuck are you doing? That lady was guarding it, but then the there. producer. Thank uh, you. Ryan Burke in my ear, our producer, goes. Said, touch home. He goes, touch home. What are you doing? What touch are home you plate? doing? Yeah. You got to touch home plate. I was like, they might throw me out of here. Yeah, I'm about to throw you off the pod if I didn't. you just go back and touch there. What were you yeah. doing? Yeah. Finish the job, son. What was I doing is a great I question. I don't know. It's a great question because I got the idea to do that like 30 seconds before the end of the show. It was Swisher's last show, and so I was like, I'm going to run the I'm in Detroit. Bases. Why not? Right. I didn't know if I was going to get thrown out, but it was fun. But it was, yes, yeah, slower than I thought. Yeah. And it was the best posture I have ever had in my life. I mean, damn. You were totally upright there. Yes. Never let the arm angle go down. You didn't look like you were sweating. You were okay. No, I was fine. So it was like a nice, comfortable morning there. Yep. All right, good. Yeah. How are the Tigers doing? I'm not even really not sure. Good. Not, not good? good. They've not won in June. They're 0-9 in June. Damn. So they were like a game and a half out of Sorry. first place in, in May, and now they're now they're terrible. But Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. June, June 12th. 12th. We're like mid-June now, and they're still right. waiting so to you win guys aren't so, any yeah. good. So a lot going on this week. What did you do this weekend? Uh, Family d- Total dad stuff this weekend. Nothing. Nothing special. Yeah, I got nothing like doubleheader baseball yesterday, Saturday. Uh, my mom and my aunt came to the house. Uh, yeah, Friday night was baseball. There was yeah. a game and my daughter and getting her where she needed to go. That was about it. It's, it was simple, but I'm down for simple right now. This was the first weekend, and I don't know how long, that I didn't have to watch film of something yes. to go, I need to prepare for a quarterback counting, a draft ranking, whatever, a game to break down, whatever. So that was, like, nice to not, like, be – I have something on my radar all the time to go, oh, I need to watch this and, and dive into this a little bit. We have one week left yeah. before we take the We're hiatus there. here. And my wife was asking me, she goes, what? Will Chris still look at things while you guys are off for, like, a month? And I go, there's really not anything to look at. No, That's it's the cool truly, thing about this part of the calendar. We're getting to the point right now, and I meant to ask Floria this today because, like, yeah, we are doing PFT Live, right? It's our last week of that as well where – I, I, I got to look. I've lost track. What teams are even still in football right now? What teams are actually still going at this moment? Yeah. It's a limited f- number, if any, actually. I'm, I'm not even sure if anything is going on this week yeah. in the NFL. You know, most teams broke last week. They get to that mid-June, you know, and, and it's five weeks away. And but if they are doing anything, it's just practice. Yeah, it's just practice. Pra- well, it's practice, and it's easy practice. That's why right. you see some of these teams just wipe away that last two or three days because yes. they just go, oh, we got this far without getting anybody hurt. Let's just call it quits and get to training camp, right? And that's what you saw the Jets do, a number of teams do. Uh, I think that's kind of their, their thought process in that, though. But we're not done yet. You never. We still have a week two pods and so we're going to do something a little bit differently so we got some reaction to your top 40 quarterback list we'll get to that later on in the pod time permitting and i say time permitting because pete, this could be tough to unpack here pete cooked up something we for, got some uh, work in front for of the us hiatus here. so so pete will be busy during right. the break right setting up twitter polls because we want to crown the greatest 
21st century player in the NFL. Yeah. So by the end of this whole thing, we want to have the one person who is the greatest player from the year 2000 to the year 2022, except we're excluding That's quarterbacks. It. That's right. Damn those quarterbacks who get yep. all that attention all the time. So, yeah, I, I, I like this. We talk about quarterbacks constantly. We know how important the quarterbacks are. We know Tom Brady's the best player in Patriots organization, right? Yes. I think there's legit debate, though, about who is those next guy in some of these teams. And then there's great debate, and I think what we're going to try to do is narrow it down to a four-, five-, six-man list to let the homies vote on it. And I think there's great debate in that, too, to the point where I'm nervous. I'm really nervous that Ooh. this is going to come back and fly. Like somebody's going to be like, you forgot this guy, and I'm going to go – I can't believe we forgot that guy. We're such idiots. So right? here's that's how, what I'm yes, scared yeah, of. That is going to happen. But that's okay. <laughs> I've already said that. So what we're going to try to do is we're going to give the finalists for each of these teams. We're going to go through every team. We're going to go through the NFC here today. And we're going to give the homies like five, five six, yeah, four maybe players four. to vote on. According to what team? Like your Detroit Lions? It's hard yeah. to find five. I, I know. I'm not know. sure we can find them. We originally tried to do ten, and then uh, we couldn't even get ten. <laughs> we had to like make up some players. And so we'll, we'll give the finalists. And then yeah. the homies will say, all right, we want this player to represent this team. Yeah. And then once we get that, we'll do an actual bracket where these players, these team representatives, as voted on by the homies, right. will then go against these other team representatives, and then we'll whittle it down to one player, yeah. the player of the 21st century I like it. in the NFL. The homies shall have their say. The homies will definitely have their say. We will give them the finalists, but to your point, if we leave someone out and you think that they should be in the finalist group, yeah. you can tweet us Please. afterwards, make a well-reasoned argument. Right, and, and we'll, we'll address it on the next pod and, and we'll, see if we can infuse it in there or if it makes sense. Exactly. But we're the judge and the jury. We are the as judge far as the it jury. comes to the 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 the, the final yes, list. Yes, the final right. yeah the final list of finalized players. Right. But then the homies will pick the player. Yes. And then that's all up to yeah, them. That's all up know? to them. It, all the, right. Cool. We we are the, it is out of our hands after we determine these finalists here. So let's start in the NFC East. Why okay. don't we do that? Right. Let's do it. Although it does seem like we always in, in the NFL, it's like the NFC East. We always start. It does that. seem start. What's it does seem to start there. It East is, Coast it's bias. East Coast right? biased. Yeah. I mean, you don't know. I don't know. Let's, well, let's think about that. Actually, that's a good conversation in itself. Of all the divisions in football and the NFC, who's the division that's won the most Super Bowls? Mm. I would think the NFC East is probably actually leading that, so oh, that therefore yeah. they get to be first. Okay, okay? Right. so eat that. Okay, I How got you like that. them apples. I got that. I will. I, the, the I think that is actually that's actually none. interesting. I never even thought about that. But you think about the Cowboys, right? They've won five. The Giants four. The Eagles one. And then Washington with three. Yeah, well, I would think right. that's in the leader house there. They're the kings. They're the kings. So that's why they start this list. We have just determined it. All right. So we'll start with the Cowboys in the NFC East. And if you're watching on YouTube or Peacock, we will try to have the names of the players that are in consideration here up for a lot of it. Uh, but if you're listening to the pod, let's go. I'm going to read them. I'm just yeah. going to go through them. Yeah, the please the ones that Pete has determined are in the discussion for the best player of the 21st century for the Cowboys. You got Zeke Elliott. At running back, Terrell Owens, Des Bryant, Larry Allen, the guard, Tyron Smith at tackle, Zach Martin, the guard, Jason Witten at tight end, Demarcus Ware, linebacker, and Micah Parsons at linebacker. There's a lot to consider here. Those are some greats of the great. I guess where we should do this is just put in the slam dunk ones right away. I think so. I think that's the best way to do it, right? Let's just go slam dunk right off the bat. And I think that there's three on the right side of our column that I think are slam dunk. You know, at least DeMarcus Ware, right? Yeah. I think that's slam dunk. I think Jason Witten slam dunk, right? You're agreeing with me? Uh, 
We'll see. Okay. I'm just waiting to see how many slam dunks okay. you have. There. Zach Martin, I'm going to go slam dunk there. I think Zach Martin's on on the on the, his way to being a, he's going to hall, hall of fame guard, right? So those are three for sure. Oh, man. Damn. <laughs> I know. You're like everyone that Pete has put on this list because Tyrone Smith, you know, like Micah's not going to make it. Mike is even not, though Micah's no. awesome, and if we do this five years from now, he's on the list probably. Not enough, but not enough right now, right? So now where is like Tyrone Smith? Of course, is is awesome as well, you know. And then there's the Terrell Owens conversation, but it's only three years, and I'm inclined not to put him on there for only a three year run. Agreed, because okay? I would put Des Bryant above of. Terrell Owens, yes. just because of what he did with the Cowboys. Sure, sure. So we got de- – all right, so all right, so you're not sold on my three yet, but you're sold on which part? DeMarcus Ware and Zach Martin, at least? DeMarcus Ware, Zach Martin. Okay. Ezekiel Elliott? Mm-hmm. You want to throw him in that combo? You know, I think he's worthy of it. When you talk about – so this is a team that could maybe, maybe have six. I don't yes. know. Larry Allen is an interesting one too. Well, Larry Allen was ninety four. Like, I know his, his best years, his right? He still was good in those early two thousands. Yeah, you know. But I, I, I the, and Larry Allen. I mean, he's one. Of, he's an all time great. That's where it's it's a tough one too here, right? So as we stand here right now, the only ones I want to cross off for sure are Terrell Owens and Michael Parsons, and then the other the rest mm. of the group. Like I think what we got to get down to here. I mean, Jason Witten is going to the Hall of Fame. I don't think we cannot have him on the list. You're right. He's one of the generation's best tight ends. I think if we talk about the last 20 years, right, you're going to talk about Gronk, Tony Gonzalez, and then I think Jason Witten is the next guy that comes up in that conversation at that yes. position, at least the ones that were mainly in this century. And his career spanned almost all of the 2000s, It, it, too. it really did. His longevity and, and, you know, the quality. So it's got everything there. It's just his broadcasting career wasn't that great. So maybe I'm holding <laughs> that against him. a bad him. taste in our mouth. All right, Jason Witten's in. Okay. So we got three for sure. Are we going to say Dez for sure? Mm. Are you going to say Dez over in a Zeke Elliott? Are you going to say Dez over to Tyrone Smith? Like, see, I think I feel like Tyrone Smith has to be on there, too. I feel like we have to have Tyrone Smith, Zach Martin, Jason Witten, DeMarcus Ware oh all gosh. on. And then we got to figure out who's the next one on that group that we add. So I think Dez deserves you think to Dez? be in there. Because what is he? Does he still hold the Cowboys record for touchdown receptions? I, I believe he does. So, So I'm... I'm feeling like Dez needs to be there. Yeah. So this maybe what we're saying here is we think this is a team that needs six. And then Zeke is not on this finalist list? Larry Allen is really the tough part to me. Because it's the end of 94 to 2005. Let's He's still really on. good. I mean, again, I mean, Larry Allen's in the con- – And I, he was on the two th- all 2000s team, I know. too, in the so NFL. So that's where I – yeah, he had 11 Pro Bowls total. Five were in the 2000s. So I, I think you're right. You got to put him, right? I think we got to put him in there. Give him his chance. So that would be that would be six players. It's right? six players. I think that's good with the Cowboys. Six players, the finalists for the best of the 21st century. Think we'll get pushback on the Ezekiel Elliott thing? Not putting him in there? Yeah. It's, it's, it's close. But it, could he win? 
out of those players, is he going to win? You're right. He's not going to win. I think right? that's a fair thing so to I say. Think that's what we that's should a good way to here. assess it. All right, good, good. So there's nobody else we're missing, right? No other DB, nobody that's coming to my mind. No, that's the, that's the homie's scared. job now. I know. I'm just getting scared. They're yeah, fa- they're no, fact-checking I think we got them all. Okay. All right, cool, cool. All right, we move on now to the Giants. All right. This should the be uh, it might be more difficult. Um, I'm not going to list all the names we have here. We'll just we'll just kind of do it the way we did it last time. Yeah, like who's a slam dunk? Right from the 2000s, got to be in the finalist list. I go again. I know that everybody out there is not privy to our computer here, but we have a column of guys, and I go to the right column again, and I I want to I want to say that there's four in the right column that I think have to be in. All right, Michael Strahan. He has to be in. Yes. Right? Uh, Justin Tuck, for my money, has to be in. OCU Manura, same thing. I mean, they won two Super Bowls because of those three guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were, other than Eli Manning, they're they're the biggest things going. And then I look at Jason Pierre-Paul, who helped him win one of them, but went through a phase where, I mean, he was the best defense end in football for four or five years. So that's where I look at that group right there. And even though we got some impressive names we'll hit here on the offense, I, I feel like they were more staples of the Giants' greatness through those first you know, so 22 years. Yeah, you've got four edge guys I already know. in. Holy crap. It just tells you why. Well, no wonder they won two Super Bowls. That's right? true. You know? Uh, Tiki Barger. Uh, Tiki Barber. Tiki Barger. <laughs> yeah, Tiki Barber and Saquon Barkley. I combined them. Um, <sighs> I, I am. I am – I, I tend to lean tiki on that conversation. You know, again, we're talking about the player. Yeah. I think, you know, first off, Saquon, the injury, it's still early in his career. Yeah, he hasn't quite got the support to show what he totally can do until last year maybe. So I, I think he, he gets crossed out. Uh-huh. You know, tiki was special. He was a guy that could run for a thousand and receive for a thousand. We can't let what he was or how he's viewed by the public you know, interfere in this. This is a football-only ep- uh, exercise. So yeah. just because some people didn't like him on TV or radio or how he said some things about Eli Manning at the early part of Eli Manning's career does not mean he gets taken off here. We're talking about football only. Yep. So that's where I'm inclined to keep him on there, at least for this this moment here. He's the team's, what, all-time leading rusher? Exactly. There you go. Some of those years were in the late 90s. Late 90s, right. Had, yep. Yeah, put him in the finalist group, for I, sure. I think so. You know, I mean, he was the, the main offensive weapon for a team that went to the Super Bowl in this year 2000, right? That was 2000. Yeah. So uh, th- th- that to me is where he, he stays. So at least for right now, we got five. Now it gets into some interesting wide receiver conversation, Ahmed. What do you think? So, here? yeah, we should pick maybe the, the top wide receiver of this group. We've got Amani Toomer. We've got Plexico Burris, Hakeem Nix, Victor Cruz, and Odell Beckham. Man, that's some... Some guys right there. Hmm. Victor Cruz, what, seven years? Yeah. Victor Cruz, I mean, he was, you know, the, uh, a camp buzzed, undrafted, came out of nowhere, and, you know, became a star of the team for a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Hakeem Nix, man, we don't win the second Super Bowl against the Patriots without him and, you know, the play he makes up in Green Bay and some of the things he did in that football game. I don't think anybody had more – of an, I don't know, I'm going to say a direct effect for success for the quarterback and the offense out of any of those receivers maybe than Plexico. Plexico right. was a mismatched nightmare. I don't know. The more I sit here and look at this, the more I think 
I think we have our five. I don't know if I think any of the receivers, even though they're all great, I don't know if any of them were great enough to be in the top five of the century conversation. There's no one that stands out above the other one. Right. right? If Odell had another year or two or three there in New York, I think he makes the list. But, you know, it was a five-year stint, and he was out of there. Uh, so that's where I kind of lend on. Yeah, so I, I kind of seem to land on some of the old heads here. I agree with you. Like Amani Toomer's got some some records, but maybe he's not the big. man, right? Giants legend, but I, I I mean I don't. He's not winning. I think to your point, that's a nice Correct. thing. I think you. That's, I think it's a good question. He's to not going to be the guy. He's not going to yeah. be the guy. Nor do I think anybody would make him the final two or three guys yes. out of the guys we've mentioned. I think we're we're on to something. You know, I, I I think that's fair. You know, I know Chris Snee is in that conversation. Guard. Sean O'Hara, right, yeah. the great center. He'd probably be a guy, another guy that deserves to be in the conversation and their greatness and what they did for, you know, the Giants football team. But I, I think we got the five there. The most receiving yards in the 2000s for the Giants is Amani Toomer yeah. with 7,600. Right. Odell Beckham is a, a couple thousand behind them. But, yeah, I think the wide receivers, no, didn't make the final group. They've, they're all great. Worthy of discussion. Right. Uh, they should not feel bad that they're not a finalist this in this is team. This is G-Men football. This is G-Men. G-Men football. It's, D, it's D-line and running back. It's the G-Men. Other names that Pete considered were Brandon Jacobs, running yeah. back Jeremy Shockey, Oof, the tight end. Man. Antonio Pierce, the linebacker. So, yeah. Some good names they for the Giants. Some great names. They got a lot of guys like that. Good or teams. like, you know. Next level stars, stars here in the area. I mean, Jeremy Shockey, man, when he came out of the scene, come on, he was one of the first of his kind. If anybody, like, if you weren't around or you weren't, you know, you were too young to remember, Jeremy Shockey came into the NFL and we were all like, who is this crazy dude that just runs over people and doesn't care about anything? I mean, it was kind of, it was amazing. He was a little bit gronkish before Gronk, except yes. maybe a little more, you know, rock band way about him than, right. than Gronk, right? right? Yeah. He got us ready for Gronk. He, he got us prepared. It was, it was for a stepping stone. The, the Gronk era. <laughs> All right, so that's the Giants. Yeah. And now we move on to the Eagles. Fewer names here. Is that just your New York Giants bias, Pete? Uh, that, of course it is. Not Pete. as many not as many names for the Eagles here, but we do have some studs, obviously. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um if you're watching on Peacock or YouTube, you're seeing them right now. So listen, who are your who are your slam dunk guys right now? I feel like for me some big dudes here. Gosh, they got some dunks. names here. The Eagles. I mean, there's no they're, 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 like what I love about this exercise is that you you understand why teams are who they are, and you go, well, now I know why the the Eagles have been to three Super Bowls this century and a bunch mm-hmm. of NFC Championship games, and seem like they've been in the playoffs almost every year except for a year or two here and there. So that's like I think the first thing, uh, Jason Kelsey. And Jason Peters, the two Jasons go in right away for me. I think so. Right? Offensive line, so Lane Johnson. Yeah, I think we got to put him, too. I think so, too. We have two tackles in the center in already. (laughs) We know you're going to put in Fletcher Cox. I I, I mean, it's like, duh. I I don't know. Did we just talk about four Hall of Famers right there? I think that might be four Hall of Famers. That's that's what's amazing. Fletcher Cox was on the all-2010s team. Fletcher Cox was the best defensive tackle in football until Aaron Donald came around, and then it was him and Aaron Donald were the best in football for a while. And then just here recently, Fletcher Cox was supplanted by the Jeffrey Simmons and the Chris Jones of the world. But he's still damn good. Mm -hmm. But, yes, I – 
I mean, it's fucking crazy, the Eagles. It really is. I so, look at that. I want to go Jason Peters, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Fletcher Cox. we got to put Brian Dawkins well, he, in. He's in the actual Hall of Fame. Yeah. So nine-time Pro Bowler. And he's an ex-teammate of mine in Denver. So, so you have to do I that. got to, right? He'll beat me up. So he's definitely in. So that leaves the names that Pete has put here who we have not already put in. Brian Westbrook, the running back, 20, uh, 2002 to 2009. LaShawn McCoy, of course. And then Deshaun Jackson. I feel the like two already, names. Oof. I know. I feel like we're good, but I also look at like man, Westbrook and McCoy. Wow. And then the other name that I throw in there, Westbrook, McCoy, and Brandon Graham. I do think deserves to be in this conversation. Hmm. I, I I do. I mean, Brandon Graham. You you can look it up. What's his career sacks right now? 80, 88, 90? I'm gonna guess he's, he's somewhere getting, seventy. He's at seventy. All right, it's a little lower than I thought. No disrespect there. Only one Pro Bowl. Only one Pro Bowl. Okay. Damn, they had David Akers, too. I mean, they, they could legitimately go, man, David Akers could be on the list of our football team here. Damn, Zach Ertz. We forget about him and what he did there. John Runyon. If you had to pick between LaShawn and Brian Westbrook, where would you go there? I think I would go LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. I think I would, too. And that, I really love Brian Westbrook, and he was a, a big part of those Donovan McNabb championship Super Bowl team. But, yeah, LaShawn McCoy was real – I think that we should have six for them. Yep. I think we're on a six team here. I think this is a Jason Peters, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, Fletcher Cox, Brian Dawkins, and we throw in LaShawn McCoy in there as well. Yep, LaShawn McCoy is the franchise record holder yeah. in rushing yards. Yeah. And so, yeah, and he, and he could win it too. I. I think he could. I'll be interested to see if there's an offensive bias. I know. Or right. a big dude bias. Because I feel like we have a little big dude bias. We are big dude. Well, we are. Give him some credit. Yeah, we're prone to, when in doubt, give the big dude the love. Yes. Uh, I, I think the Eagles fans are smart enough football fans, right, that they're going to, they, they appreciate the big dudes too. Yep. Right? Now, I mean, you know, they might throw a battery out of my head when I walk out of the building <laughs> here later, but they yes. know their football. Yes. All right? So that's that's what I do know for sure. They would argue that's why they're throwing a battery at your head. <laughs> yeah, they know like, it better than you. What are you talking you. about? Here's a beer can to your head. <laughs> All right, so that's good. That's an Eagles uh, final six that are very Final formidable. six, I think so. Very formidable. And that's a tough – I mean, that was tough. That really was. We move on to Washington, the final team in the NFC Beast. Yeah. Um, we got a bunch of names. We got some – Linebackers, a lot of linebackers. A lot here. of linebackers. Lavar Arrington, London Fletcher, Ryan Arakpo, Ryan Kerrigan. Yeah, D'Angelo Hall. Three in the that secondary. really come to me right away. Three that just like wham, bam. Thank you, man. Let me let me try to guess. Yeah, go ahead. So, are you going to go Trent Williams? You know that, hundred percent. Trent Williams is, I I think, in the conversation for the best tackle of our era. Yeah. Right. So I'm with you there. Now, who do you think my other two Oof. that are slam dunks? Oof. Um, are you going to go LeVar Arrington? Nope. No. Not slam dunk. Not okay. yet. He's up for conversation here. Okay. He's up for conversation. That corner, though. D'Angelo Hall. I'm going to go D'Angelo. D'Angelo was phenomenal football player. You know, longevity and the quality all match up. Quantity and quality. Uh, so that's where I would go D'Angelo Hall. And then Ryan Kerrigan. I, I don't know. London Fletcher was where I was going to go first. I, you know what? London Fletcher was. So I was in, in Virginia Beach right. covering the, the local team then, sure. which were not called the right. football team or the commanders. Yep. Then. Uh, but he was like the heart and soul of Definitely. that team. Definitely. The leader of the team, probably one of the most underrated linebackers. 
you know, of the era just because he wasn't sexy or loud or, you know, didn't have a good dance after he made a tackle or whatever else. He was undersized, right? So I think that's where I'm I'm uh, I'm a little yeah, I'm prone to put him in there. I think definitely he deserves to be in that conversation. I think Ryan Kerrigan definitely deserves to be in. I, I, I think so. He is the, the franchise leader franchise in sacks. Yes, he is. Pete says yes. Right. Ninety-five and a half. Ninety-five in his career, and that that's impressive. And with a franchise like Washington, that's yep. got Charles Mann and Dexter Manley in his career. So I, I'm with you there. So we got four right there. Right? Is that mm-hmm. five now? That's that four. Is four. four. Okay. So other names to consider. Yeah. Running back Clinton Portis, wide receiver Santana Moss, tight end Chris Cooley, and guard Brandon Sheriff yeah I know Brandon Sheriff uh yeah the other one I look at is 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 Chris Samuels you know they got the old lineman for Washington back in the day the tackle right he was a really damn good I mean Pete I don't know if you can look it up on the hurt six pro bowls right he'd he'd be one that probably needs to be in this conversation as well but you throw him in there and then we throw, get into Clinton Portis and Santana, Santana Moss. Where do you lean on that mm. right there? I, I feel like it, it's for me a little bit where we got our we got four right now, right? And I feel like I want to like go with either Chris Samuels or Santana Moss as that fifth fifth guy. Yeah. Right. How do you feel? You got any thoughts about that? So I'm leaning towards Santana Moss, 2005 to 2014. Um, I think if you're going to pick an offensive player for them that was the most dangerous yeah. player, I feel go. like it was Santana Moss. But I think so. I, it's tough. I mean, Portis was really good. I think I, I would lend myself to go to Santana Moss as well. But I, I and you know Pete's in my ear. He's going. You can substitute Chris Samuels for Trent Williams, but I, I can't because I you, Pete. You know how how highly I think of Trent Williams. So six time Pro Bowler for Chris Samuels. I know. tackle. Oh, yes. Oh, he he's saying that Trent Williams would get more love over Chris Samuels. Yes, so. he would. He would. You're right. He definitely would. All right, so I, I think we're I think we got this. That's then. the five: Santana Moss, yep. Trent Williams, yep. London Fletcher, right. Ryan Kerrigan, and right. D'Angelo Hall. Okay, I like that. I'm down with that. Okay, all right, that's good. A good five. Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos, no matter the battlefield. Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. 
You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. NFC East is done. Yeah. We close the book on that. We open the book to the NFC North because the Lions have won so many Super Bowls in their history, and so we do that. Oh, they're still waiting for their first, but it will come this year. Your favorite team, Ahmed. We start with my least favorite team. Here we go. The Chicago Bears, the best of the 21st century non-quarterback division. We got uh, some good names on defense. Julius Peppers and Khalil Mack jump out to me. Peanut Tillman at corner. Yeah. Ooh, Devin Hester could have our first kick returner. I know. Into our finalist group. Uh-huh. Brian Urlacher. So we got to put Brian Urlacher in automatically. Urlacher and Briggs, to me, are automatic. So Lance Briggs is in. Two linebackers in already. Uh, Lance Briggs, and, and you know, and, and listen, I'm not the only one that, that would tell you this. Like, Lance Briggs was phenomenal. Like, I don't know. Urlacher squashed Lance Briggs' hype, right? Mm. And, and I have ultimate respect for Brian Urlacher, right? I don't know if I ever thought he should have been the first ballot Hall of Famer like Ray Lewis was. I thought there was a difference there, but definitely a Hall of Famer. But my point of saying that is there was years we played the Bears where we went, Lance Briggs is better than Urlacher this year, right? There was a few. Don't get me wrong. There was other years where we went, man, Urlacher's playing great. Yeah. He's the man. But I, I don't know. I, 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 whether, whether I was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Tennessee Titans, I think I played the Bears like four or five times in that span there. And, yeah, it was probably half and half on certain years where we went, Ooh, no, no, Briggs is the guy we got to worry about this game, right? He's, he's got to worry about Briggs. You know, and then the next year, Urlacher would make a comeback or, you know, he'd probably get sick of people hearing about Briggs being better and then he would be better, right? So yeah. those two, I, I, I think those two, Devin Hester, to your point. I think Devin I, Hester is I don't think he in. cannot not be on there. It's the greatest kick returner ever. Put Devin Hester in right? there. And he's a linchpin of what they are. I mean, we think of that him and them like – together i think charles peanut tillman's another one i gotta throw on there do you feel that or mm. no as long as he did it as well as he played 2003 to 2014 he invented the you know the punch out fumble i mean he's the one who made it a thing in the nfl yeah right he wasn't like your lockdown put him on an island darrell Rivas corner i get it but he was really damn good I and then he was so. an amazing tackler to go on top of that right so that's where i lean on those four Big time. And then I go, I don't know what the hell to do for the fifth. That's where it gets tough. So Matt Forte, another name. I know. We could throw in here. Damn. Forte. Olin Krutz was phenomenal. Six-time Pro Bowler for Olin Krutz. He was the... Yeah, you know, he was on the all 2000s team. So that's where that's... You know, Peppers, of course, was really good. But, like, Julius Peppers is a Carolina Panther. Yeah. I can't put him on the Bears. I know he had a great little four-year run there. Yeah, three Pro Bowls, one All-Pro while right, he was there. Right, I just... He's not going to beat out Brian Urlacher. No. Like, this, is, this is one that we've come to where I feel like there is a clear number one. Maybe it shouldn't be over Lance Briggs yeah. for the reasons you mentioned, but... but it's going to be. I right. feel like it's going to be. All right, so what do you think? You put, we want to put Olin Krutz in? Olin Krutz is the fifth guy? I think so. Olin Krutz is, you know, again, I think he's a borderline Hall of Fame center. And... You know, to play that long, to be that good at that position, he was a staple of those teams that, you know, went to the Super Bowl, yeah. made some playoff runs there with Jake Cutler and Rex Grossman. I think that's probably where I would lean. Uh, and no Matt Forte? As much as I love Matt Forte, 
No, I think I would just he'd be on the just on the outside looking in here, yeah. and that, it, it hurts me to say because I think Matt Forte was phenomenal. That's what's so sad about football. Football's got so many legends, and there's just so many players that just fall by the wayside that people won't ever realize how good they are. Forte, a legend in my mind. Damn, Akeem Hicks, who was there for a while, yeah. he was amazing. Uh, let me bring up another name, a blast in the past, Mike Brown. I don't safety. know if you remember Mike Brown's safety out of Nebraska. I mean, for a while. He was like – he was Bob Sanders. Remember Bob Sanders and the Colts? Oh, yeah. It was the same kind of guy. It was like, where is this guy? He's going to ru- ruin the fucking game plan. We have to have him accounted for at all times. But, you know, smaller, compact, kamikaze-type guy, right? And they fall apart in a hurry. But a phenomenal football player. Yeah, he played quite a bit. Nine years in Chicago. Yeah. was a pro bowler one year and all pro another year. So, uh, But does not make our – Does not make the list. Final – Five as it is for the Chicago Bears. So, all right, we move on now to the Detroit Lions from my most hated team to my most loved team. Can we find two Lions? <laughs> this is the smallest <laughs> list that we have so far. Pete, I gave you like nine or ten names. <laughs> um, okay, so this is the first one. So, so uh, yeah, Kelvin Johnson is in. Boom. Kelvin Johnson we is in. We got him. No doubt about it. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm going to put in a kicker. Uh, Jason Hansen was so good for them for so long. Now, a lot of that was late 90s, too. But yeah, how far did it go into the 2000s? So what 12 years. I mean, he played forever. So yeah, 13 I, seasons into Actually, the 2000s. I think, I think it's got to. I think he's got to be on there too. Partly because he was awesome, and partly because the Lions don't have a lot of awesome players sure, in this time frame. Sure. So Jason Hansen is in for me. Um, what about? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like. What about Sue? Does Sue make the list for you, even though it's a five-year career? So dominant while he was there. He was. I mean, he was, he was. you know, there's a reason he became the highest-paid defensive player ever when he signed the new contract with the Miami Dolphins. He was the best defensive tackle in football. He's, I think we got to put him he's on. He's in. He right? is in there. And then probably Darius Slade, too. I think Darius Slade has to be in. Now, after that, that's where it gets a little tough to figure out now, Jeff Backus was so good as a tackle, played yes, from was. 2001 to 2012, right. but I don't think he was ever, like, the best. No, I don't know if played he ever so was many either. games. I'm looking at him. Like, he played all 16 games every year except his final year. That is amazing. It's unbelievable. Played his whole career in Detroit. You know what? Throw him in there. Throw, throw in Jeff Backus. You want to throw him in there? Just the longevity award. All I want right, to give him a... It. You know, Frank Ragnow. Like yeah, we're thinking of Frank, but Frank's, you know, is still early in his career. Correct. Taylor Decker's another one that I think is honestly, I mean, Taylor Decker's been, what are we going on here? Year eight or nine of him being your franchise left tackle? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a pretty good run, you know? That's what stinks about some of this stuff, too, is just sometimes you need to be on a team that people know you're good. I know. You know, like if you're not on national TV and you're not in playoff games, you could be an awesome left tackle, and everyone's like, oh, whoa, I didn't know he was that good of a player. That's the tough thing about football. Hey, got an ex-teammate of mine from college in t- Texas, Sean Rogers. Sean Rogers was the best nose tackle in football for a short period of time. I mean, he was unblockable. It was like, oh, we're playing Detroit and Sean Rogers. We have to double him. There's no way our center can take him on man to man. You know, but I don't think it was long enough. I think we got it. I think we, we got, got it. it. I think you're, that five. was a good poll by you guys with Bacchus because I would have forgot about him off the top of my head. So I, I like there. I don't think we're missing anybody else. I right? don't think so. Ziggy Ansah, maybe yeah. in the conversation. You know, Golden Tate had a good run. Roy Williams, a couple of good years. Yeah, right. Just nobody ever put together anything. You know, running backs. That's another one where I'm just like, man, they're, Barry Sanders retired, and we've gone the whole century here I without know. anybody that's like 
not even like that jumps into your brain a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so. Jameer Gibbs will be the next Barry Sanders. <laughs> I hope About so. time. We just had to wait 30 years for it. Uh, here's another one where Kelvin Johnson will win in a landslide. I, I would think so. Clearly he's, the number one. He's clearly one, but, the number one, yes. But Jason, give some love to Jason Hansen. If you're a homie listening right now, give him one vote. One person one out there. And I say that now, and everyone will do that. Yeah, now Jason yeah, Hansen will win. Calvin Johnson doesn't get in. <laughs> we move on to the Packers now. We have more names to consider here for the Packers. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, we have three wide receivers, which I think is maybe the most interesting place to start here. Yeah. Because you had Donald Driver, who played from 99 to 2012. Jordy Nelson from Oof. 2008 to 2017. Damn. And, of course, Devontae Adams from 2014 to 2021. How many of those guys do we want to put in to the I, finalist group? I, I, I actually am like, as we sit here and do this, like, you know, I, I got, I'm actually like, okay, wait, this is the first one where I'm going, let me, let me just refresh my brain here and look at stats and, like, yes. go through it a little bit with, like, Donald Driver, right? So Donald Driver, I think, is the all-time leader in many categories, receptions, receiving yards. I believe you're right. I think Donald Driver has to go in. I, I would think Donald Driver and, you know, I don't know. There's a part of me that thinks Devontae Adams has got to go in, too. But I would also think that Jordy Nelson then would have know, to go in. I know. Jordy was, well, I guess where I think about it with, like, Devont, I mean, uh, Jordy Nelson was really good. But what, and again, was, but more a part of a, a little bit of a committee-ish, I yeah. guess, is where I change it my thought and would favor Devonte Adams where it was like, no, no, no. When Devonte was there, it was Devonte. Yeah. And that was it. Right. So that's where it's like a little different. I think in, in my uh, estimation there, I think if you talk about like true, just establishing yourself on the organization, and the league and all that, like Jordy Nelson was never considered the top receiver in football and Devonte Adams was agreed. So two wide receivers here, Donald driver and yeah, Devonte Adams I think agreed so. with that. I Jordy Nelson so. is out. I'm sorry. Right. Yep. That's okay. I th- now, now, on our list here, the guys on the, the right, I think, are the next three I want to say need to go in. So Clay Matthews in, David Bakhtiari in, yep. Charles Woodson in. I think so. I think so, too. Right? I mean, Clay Matthews is the best pass rusher they've had this century. You know, I know Julius Peppers, and we've had a few other guys here and there who've certainly been good. Bakhtiari is... You know, I mean, he's he's a generational left tackle. And we know Charles Woodson's one of the greatest DBs in the history of football. And they don't win the Super Bowl without Charles Woodson. So that's where I lean on them. Man, they've had a lot of good players there. Uh, they really have. And good linemen. You, you see why they've been good. But it yes. is also funny. They don't have, like, some of the stars, I feel like, we've seen in some of the other ones or some of the teams we'll see as, as we go along here. Guard Josh Sitton yeah. was a four-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champ. Yep. But um, yeah, Corey Lindsley, yes. I mean, you talk about him. Hey, Aaron Jones is certainly special. Uh, who else? Brian Bulaga was a damn good tackle. I mean, a lot of good players there to talk about. But I think we got the five right here. Amon Green, four-time Pro Bowler. Oh. Man, he's the one that's going to hurt leaving off the list, I think. Amon, man, I'm, he he's definitely one of those guys that I would say in my early part of my career, Ahmed, there's only a few in my life. But, like, I guess his was a little bit like, wow, I just didn't realize he was this good and that big and that thick and, like, that great body control. He was a really, really good football player. But, yeah, I don't think I'm going to put him on the list with these other five guys. So the 2000s receiving stats Pete has put in here. Yeah. Donald Driver did have the most 10,000 yards right. and 740 catches. Uh, most 
touchdowns was Devontae Adams with 73. Yeah. He had the second most receiving yards. Now, Jordy Nelson did have 69 touchdowns. That's why he sticks in our brains because he bridged the gap, too, between Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. Yeah, definitely. Um, so. He was a much – like, Jordy Nelson was a big play guy. You know, that, that's what people didn't realize. Came out of Kansas State – and he kind of played this weird stand-up tight end position in Kansas yeah. State where they used to put their hands on their hips, if you remember that, back in the day. I do uh, remember that. And he just came in the NFL and was like one of those guys where I think it's like a lot of white receivers. They go, oh, he's not going to run by me. He's not going to run by me. I'm, I'm going to squat on him a little bit. I'm not going to let him run this land. Oh, no, he's running by me. Yes. Oh, no, it's a touchdown. Uh, I feel like a lot of people had to learn their lesson the hard way from, from Jordy Nelson. So there it is. Devontae Adams, Donald Driver, David Bakhtiari, Clay Matthews, and Charles Woodson in for the Packers. That'll be a close one. That will be a I close don't, one. I can't sit here and tell you. I would think Charles Woodson would win, I guess. But the, that, 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 I think, is going to be very even in, in the voting. One more team in the north, the Minnesota Vikings, the Fighting Florios. Uh, let's put in. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, the first guy we're putting in. Adrian Peterson. Definitely. Is in. Adrian Peterson, for me, is... You know, in person, he's the greatest running back I ever saw in my life. I can say that, like, not even blinking an eye. Randy uh, Moss is in. I, I think so, too. I know it's only five years in this century, but it doesn't matter. It was the five best years anybody's had in the Vikings as far as receiver. Yep. So he's in. I'm with you there. Justin Jefferson, not enough yet, I don't think. <sighs> no. I mean... I, I, I thought about him before we started the show just because a little bit where you want to go... I, it's been so good, though, for yes. two years, and you're like, this year might be so good to where we go, damn, we should have had him on the list, right? But I, I think for, for yeah, the sake of the exercise, you know, I don't know. It, it, let's let's flush this out a little bit more. Okay. I'm not ready to you cancel don't him out all the way. Okay. I'm not yet. Not yet. Not for what he's doing and, and the rate in which he's doing it at. Center Matt Burke was a yeah. six-time Pro Bowler, mm. Super Bowl champion. I mean, Burke and Hutchinson – Right. You know, Steve Hutchinson, who Hutchinson was the best guard in football, got all the money from the Seattle Seahawks. He's a Hall of Famer. I he's think a Hall. He is. He's he is. in. I think he's in. Right. And I think, well, hold on. I, I know. This Burke is, is close, but I think Hutchinson is in. I like what we got so far. We got Adrian, Randy and Hutchinson. I yep. think those are three slam dunks. Yep. OK. Now, where we get into like. So Jared Allen. Jared Allen, yes. Four-time All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler. Damn, I know. And then the, the other aspect that I, I think fall, I fall into with him is just that, you know, he, he was on the Chiefs, too. Yes. And was damn good there as well, right? And then I'm going to throw another name in there that people don't realize because it's not sexy, but that's what we're here to do because we're the Legs and Ass podcast. Kevin Williams, the defensive tackle out of Oklahoma State, if you remember, he was the draft pick, the guy they picked when they didn't get the card up in time in that, oh, that yeah. draft in 2003, yes. right? Well, Kevin Williams is who they drafted. I got experience with him because he hit me a lot in college when I was at Texas at Oklahoma State. But, like, there's again, that's what sucks about football. He was awesome. He was an unbelievable defensive tackle. 11 years, kicked butt, staple of that defense, you know? Right, they have Pete's in my ear. They, got, they had the Williams wall. But, like... I don't. I don't know. I'm I think not he sure. goes in. I think he goes. You think in. we put him in? Kevin Williams. Yep. Yeah. Good. 
right, good. Five, I like I like where we're going here. Now the other only other one to me here that's worth the conversation, right? And we we've hit on it. I mean, so right now we have four, right? Or we have five? We have four. Kevin Williams, Steve Hutchinson, Randy yes, Moss, right. and Adrian Peterson. Okay. Now, Matt Burke, Jared Allen, and I do think Harrison Smith probably should be mm. in this combo, too. I mean, I Harrison Smith is what? What are we going on here? You're 11? I think you're right. I mean, that's where he's – this is a, a team that's got, you know, some history with safety, but I think he's going to go down and – that's the best safety in the the history of the organization. You know, I don't know if he goes to the Hall of Fame. I don't think so, but I think he's like Ring of Honor, Minnesota Vikings type of player, right? So that's where I get into it, and that's where it's tough. I think Harrison Smith. You think Harrison six-time Smith? Six-time Pro Bowler. Yeah. His entire career with the Vikings right. up to this point. Right. I think he's in. Right. And I think Jared Allen's in. I think want, this is one where we go, go six, six? I okay. think so. Okay, cool. I'm down with that. I am. I'm I'm cool with that. I like the six we got right there. Sorry, Justin Jefferson. Yep. Sorry, Matt Burke. Sorry, Matt Burke. Damn, Matt Burke. Matt Burke lives around me. He he might see this. Oh no! So do you want to just put him in? Damn, no damn. skin off my back. <laughs> uh, yeah. No Adam Thielen as well. No Adam Thielen. Right there, really. He has the most receiving yards in the 2000s for the Vikings. Yeah, man. You 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 wouldn't think about think of, think of that when yeah. you uh, when when you think about the Vikings overall. You know, I, I, Eric Kendricks. He's another guy that, you know, again, now he's left He left town. And he's not on the team anymore. But, damn, I mean, he was really good for a while. You talk about, you know, Everson Griffin and the run he had there, mm-hmm. you know, with Mike Zimmer and company. Uh, they, they got a lot of good honorable mentions, I guess is what we're saying. You see why the Vikings have kind of been relevant for the last 20 years totally. and torturing, torturing Florio. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so we got six there for yeah. the Minnesota Vikings, yeah. and now we go on to the NFC South. We'll start with the Atlanta Falcons. And since we started with Randy Moss last time, I think we start with Julio Jones this time. Yeah, I think that's an easy one. I, I think Julio and Tony Gonzalez. Mm. Man, yeah, I think Julio, I want to uh, say Tony Gonzalez. I'm not so, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking so He is a Hall a of Famer, yes, yeah. but it was five years in Atlanta, 12 with Kansas City. It was a lot of good re- years of receptions and that. Work done, I think, is one that would probably need to put on. I would say work done 
And Julio Jones right off the bat. I'm going to say yes. Work done, Julio Jones. Okay. Yep. I'm going to go with those two. Roddy White, another wide receiver, 2005 to 2015, Ooh. 11 years. I know. Man. A staple he, he, of that I offensive I know he put up some stats. I mean, they were, they were legit there. You know, I, I do think of uh, – I, I, I want to. I think Grady Jarrett probably deserves to be on there. I think Grady Jarrett too. You know, I, I would argue Grady Jarrett's been the best de- defensive player on their team through the two thousands, right? Yep. You know, resulted in a Super Bowl appearance. He's he's a disruptor. He's an awesome football player. Um, all right, so we got three right now. Julio Dunn, Grady Jarrett. What are we going to do with Gonzalez? I don't think so. You don't think exactly. so? You want to save Although him he from did, Kansas City? He was pretty good I when know. he was with I know. Atlanta. It was like 90 receptions every year. But, and they were like a number one or two seed. And Matt Ryan was feeding them the rock left and right. That's where it's tough. But think of this. If you're yeah. an Atlanta Falcons fan, who are you voting for? Tony Gonzalez or Julio Jones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely Julio. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got you So there. if he's borderline, let's dismiss him. Yeah. And we'll include him with the Kansas City Chiefs. So we got... Julio, work done. Grady Jarrett. I think Keith Brooking probably needs to be put on there. Okay. Keith Brooking, linebacker. linebacker. Yep. He was he was a force. He was a really good football player. Um and five time pro bowler. Yeah. And then this is where I you know, the fifth one is is this is the hardest part of it. The fifth one between, you know, Jonathan Abram, Michael Turner, who led the league in rushing. Algie Crumpler, who was a really good damn tight end. Alex Mack, who, you know, when he was there, was the best center in football, right? Shanahan Shanahan got him there from, I believe, Cleveland right before that, if I remember correctly. So what, what do you lean on this fifth one? So it's uh, the defensive end is John Abraham. Yeah. He led the Falcons in the 2000s with 68 and a half sacks. Yeah. So I think he, I think he's in. You think he's the guy? I think he's in. Okay, all right, let's do that. I'm, I'll, I'll lean on that. He definitely was their best pass rusher of, of the century. That's for sure. They stole him from the New York Jets in free agency in 2006. I was on the Tampa Bay, and I was yeah. like, oh gosh, they got Jonathan Abram. Damn, that's going to be, you know, a little harder when we play Atlanta now. Now consider this with Julio Jones. Yeah. So Roddy White. Yeah. Ten thousand yards in the 2000s with I the know. Falcons. Julio, twelve thousand yards. I know. Are we being? Are we being? Are we? Are we not giving Roddy his due respect here? You know, should we put should we be putting Roddy White in over Jonathan Abram? Ooh, or just put them both in? John Abram. John sorry, Abraham. Did I say Jonathan Abram? We have to right. put him in now. We've, we've disrespected him enough with his name. <laughs> There's but, a the safety Jonathan Abram is getting me in my head. Sorry about that. Let's give him six. Okay. Let's give him Roddy White too. Fine. All right, let's I, cop out and give it six and put the pressure on the homies exactly. and narrow it down. It's up to them now. If Man, they this is not easy. Him. This is not easy. No, it's, this is stressful, actually. Moving on to the Panthers. It would have been a lot easier if we just had quarterbacks. Just been like, all right, some teams just move on after the quarterback. <laughs> but no, can't do that. Uh, Panthers, we go. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. I'm trying to look at the slam dunk guy first. Luke Keekley, Definite. I don't think there's any doubt. Julius Peppers? Definite. Greg Olson? Um, Yes. Wow, this is going to be easy. They're going to be the easiest ones yet. Steve Smith? Yes, 100%. Christian McCaffrey? I'm I'm, I'm wanting to go more Thomas Davis, the guy who took my spleen. Oh. Right? Threw it on the floor and stepped on it. You would do that? Instead of mumshy by. 
you shall die. No, uh, man, Thomas Davis was fucking awesome, man. Damn. They had some players there in Carolina. They were the scariest defensive line I played against on a regular basis in my short time in the NFL. All right, Steve Smith, Greg Olson, Julius Peppers, Luke Keekley, guaranteed four. Uh-huh. I want to tend to go to Thomas Davis. I do. Thomas Davis, to me, is, you know, yeah, he was one of the, the better linebackers in football there for a while. Uh, he was certainly the him and Keekley, the captain of the ship on that 2015 Super Bowl team. Yeah. Right? 2016, I think that was. Yes, 2016. 2015, I'm right. Um, yeah, you want to be I, the I bigger to, bigger tend, man here. You want to be the bigger man, I, despite I, what he did to you. I don't I, I don't care what he did to me. I'm, I'm, but but I, I do think he deserves to be in this 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 voting here. I do. You know, I, I, McCaffrey, I, we know the talent McCaffrey is. But McCaffrey, too, like last year was so like, okay, he played there in 22. It wasn't that special, right? 21, he was hurt. Right. Right? So that's where I want to go. Yeah, he was special, and he's one of the more special players they've had. But I don't know if he's the best Panther that they've had if I had to really break it down over that time. Agreed. D'Angelo Williams, like a running back, for, was the longevity was there for him. Uh, but I don't think he makes the cut I don't think here. so either. To me, it's the next guys are like Chris Jenkins of the world. Awesome defensive tackle. Who was the other part of taking my spleen away? Hmm. Right, he would have been. And I guess that's it. Like I did think, like were Mushin Mushin Muhammad's stats worthy or anything of of being in this conversation, Pete? Like that was the other one that kind of just popped in my brain. Um, that I, I did Michigan think about. State guy. Yeah, right. I mean, of course, you know, he was a huge part of their Super Bowl run when they lost to the Patriots. Had the big touchdown catch in that game. I mean. Yeah, right. 6,000 yards, Pete says, right? So he was a good player, definitely one of the legends of their franchise, but he's not going to make this list. So if you go by, for running backs here, if you go by rushing yards in yeah. the 2000s, right. it was actually Jonathan Stewart with the most, mm. 7,300, and he had 51 touchdowns. D'Angelo Williams was second with 6,800. Yeah. And then Christian McCaffrey with just under 4,000. Yeah, so. smash and dash. That's what they tried to They tried yes. to change their name. They tried to take yes. Chris Johnson and Lindell White, who called them smell. I can still remember in the locker room, they had already called themselves Smash and Dash, CJ2K and and, uh, and uh, Lendell White, right? But somebody comes to them. I remember walking by Lendell White's locker, and they're going, you know, the Carolina guys are calling themselves Smash and Dash. And he's like, well, we've had this nickname for like six weeks. He's like, so you could just start calling them fraud and fraudulent. <laughs> and it made me laugh. I stopped in my tracks when he said that, but he was so quick-witted. You can't take Lindell someone White. else's, like, someone else's can't nickname. That. That's the lowest doing? of lows. Right. What about our two linemen here, Ryan Khalil and Jordan Gross? Yeah. Good, but probably not Yeah, good I mean – yeah, it's it's this, this is it's a strong team here. This is a pretty strong five. It's hard. Like Khalil's awesome, and so is Jordan Gross. But I don't know the five we are, and yeah, maybe we're a little prone to sexiness and stats and all that. To where yeah, they're, they're, I, I think I think it's going to be between these five. Back yep. to your main thing. None of those two, Ryan Khalil or Jordan Gross, are going to win this win this exercise. Agreed. Maybe alignment will get more love with the New Orleans Saints mm. as we move on to them. Although they do have some good skill players, uh, I think first of all, yes, first of all, first what of do all, you think? I think, I think Elvin Kamara is in running back. Mm. Yeah, 
I'm, I think you're probably right. You also have Deuce McAllister there. Damn. They got some good ones, too, here. I think Cameron Jordan's definitely in. Cam Jordan's in. We know that. I think Jari Evans is definitely in. Okay. Offensive lineman yep. from 2006 to 2016. I think I'll, I'll go with you in the Alvin Kamara thing. I think you're right there. I don't think you're wrong to say that. I mean, he has, like, been their team. Exactly. They, on the they, offensive they side situated of the ball. their team around him. Right. I, I think that's a very real, valid point by you. Now, you know, Will Smith would be another one I'd probably throw on there. You know, Will Smith, again, you know, the great, the, the late great Will Smith, who was, you know, unjustly murdered because of a road rage incident, right? He um, was a lot, he was the Cameron Jordan of his time, mm-hmm. right? The guy where it's like, yeah, he doesn't get 15 sacks a year, but damn, we don't want to run at him. Damn, we can't leave our tackle one on one against him all the time. We got to help him out a little bit, right? So he wasn't like Julius Peppers, don't get me wrong, but like kind of one of the unknown forces in the NFL on defensive line that I don't think people knew how damn good he was. So that's where I want to I want to lean on that a little sure, bit. Sure, we'll give him the credit that he did not get during I, his I playing think so. career. I sure. think so. I, li- I, like, I that. like that. Okay, cool. All right, so now th- this is the hard part, though, here now. So we got four, right? Yep. I just don't know what to do with the fifth. I mean, Roman Harper was a hell of a player. I mean, Mark Ingram was a hell of a player. Michael Thomas, who's disappeared for the last three years, which is what what's makes me think we don't want to put him on the list. You know, I, I don't. Joe Horn is certainly in my thoughts here. What do you What do you lean Jeez, on here? That's hard. You know, I, I I don't know either. I'm a little stuck here with this one. I think if I was really going to be true to it and talk about, I, I feel like we should go Roman Harper. That's what I feel like. So safety played from 2006 to 2013, then yep. back again in 2016. Yep, from Alabama, you know, Alabama, of course, part of their, you know, NFC champion, NFC team that was, lost to the Bears in the championship game and the one that won the Super Bowl. Right, he was really phenomenal, two-time Pro Bowler. Yep, you know, do we want to put him? Is you know, is Jimmy Graham? Are we being stupid there, Jimmy Graham? Hmm. You know, Jimmy Graham was such a force of nature. It was only a five-year run. But he was like a true game changer. As I tell people all the time, Jimmy Graham is bigger than Gronk. I know people probably can't realize that, but if you saw Jimmy Graham next to Gronk, you'd go, oh, my gosh, I never thought that Jimmy Graham was bigger than him. You know, he wasn't as physical and didn't block like him, and I think that's what maybe leads to that perception there. But you talk about one-on-ones or a big guy who can box you out and jump up and get the ball and do all that, that's where I'm a little torn here. You know, so what do we want to go there? Like four or five years of great stats, but the guy also wasn't a great run blocker, and which is, I think, also the reason that led him to go into Seattle. Yeah, exactly. He had five Pro Bowls, but yeah. two of them were in Seattle. Yeah. He was all pro one time, second team all pro another time in New Orleans. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we, or do we, just lean on, do we just lean on Roman Harper? <clears throat> Boy, this is tough because yeah. I also think that, yeah, you know, what? Joe, Joe Horn, Horn. needs some love. Yeah. But another name here, Marcus Colston. I yeah. know. Marcus Colston is the – he was the invention of the big slot. I mean, that's what he is. That's He gave them the idea to go, wait, we don't need Michael Thomas to be on the outside. We can put him inside and let him do that. So that's – I think – You want to go Colston or I think Horn? Mar- I like Marcus Colston, you want to go actually. Colston? 
Uh, or is it, as Pete says in my ear, is it one of those situations where they're all kind of close and so none of them make it? Like we, no one has separated themselves enough from each other to where Pete's now saying he likes Marcus Colston. Yeah, Almost 10,000 yards in the 2000s. I know. 72 Colson, touchdowns. Roman I mean, Harper. If you're going to pick a skill player. Malcolm Jenkins, I think of him. That's a pass catcher. Um, yeah. All right. I think let's go with him. Marcus Colston? I think so. Okay. All right. You know, I again, I recognize that Michael Thomas is a better talent than him, but he hasn't done it these, as long or yep. to the, you know. The, the the consistent quality that Colson has. So I, I, I think that's fair. You know, the the problem with that is too is Horn was a bigger play guy. So people are gonna look at that and go, Well man, Horn, you know, he could take you deep and do all that stuff. But I, I think we're okay with Marquise Colson. I like that. All right, so there we go. We got our five for the New Orleans Saints. We did not put Teron Armstead in there, four time pro bowler, but we're okay with that. I think so. Okay. It, it's a, he's he's definitely another part of the, the group where you go, man, he's just on the outside looking in, uh, but definitely thought about him. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Boom. A list of names mostly on defense here for the Bucs. Stacked on defense. Stacked. And just look at it right away and go, damn, there's four guys on defense that have to be on here. So Warren Sapp is in. All although, right. although, hold on here. Yeah. Okay. We're looking late 90s. I know. There's a, it's only four years of the 2000s, right? But it is like like those four years were like insanity good, so that's where it's 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 tough. All right, I, I'm I'm right off the bat. I mean, Rondé Barber, yes, right, hundred percent. Rondé Barber, yes, is in. Yep. Derek Brooks, hundred percent in. Right. I think Warren Sapp is in too. I he was first team All Pro in three of the four years there in Tampa. He so. was unblockable. He was Aaron Donald of that time. Yes. So even though that's a short period of time, he's Tampa. I think so. Yep. I think you, you probably got to put Simeon Rice in too. I, that that's just my base thoughts off the top. Um, that we can discuss that. But Simeon Rice, you know, I think he's the best pass rusher in franchise history. He's a borderline Hall of Fame talent. He's over a hundred sacks career, right, Simeon Rice? I know they weren't all. With the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he's got some there with the Arizona Cardinals as well. But, gosh. He did lead them in sacks in the 2000s. It yeah. was Rice and then McCoy and then Shaq Barrett, 40 yeah. and a half. Right. And Warren Sapp at 35. What about Gerald McCoy, though? You'd put in Simeon Rice over Gerald McCoy, defensive tackle? <sighs> I think I would. McCoy was really good. Six-time Pro Bowl. I know. He was. I mean, it was... Oof. Yeah, I mean, him and Sue there for a while, they they were considered, you know, the top two guys at that position. That is – no, I still think I'd go Simeon. Okay. I, I still think I would. Now, now to me where I like where our four we got right now in Sapp, Brooks, Barber, Simeon. Mm-hmm. Now – like to your McCoy question, McCoy, Levante, David, Mike Evans, and Mike Allstott. That's where I tend to to lean in that conversation. What do you mean? Like for that fifth one? Yes. Who is it? Who is it out of those five? McCoy, Evans, Allstott, Levante, David. Out of those four right there, who would you pick to be that fifth guy? 
So Levante David, I think, is in the Hall of Very Good. Yes. And has been consistently good. Yes. So I think we throw him out. Okay. Okay. Mike Evans, I you know, he's been one of the best receivers in football. His stats are way better than people realize. Yes. And he was the number one target for a Super Bowl winning team when Tom Brady came there. He's got over 10,000 yards. He's in. I think, I think so, Mike Evans right? is in. I think so. We're talking about the generation of like the receiver and like he's they got one. So, I you know, I this one was a tough for me and maybe I'm not the best to do the, the Bucks cuz I have too many personal ties here, right? Cuz I look at Mike Allstott and I'm like, "Oh man, we're not going to put Mike Allstott in." I know that is know. one where he was right? a three-time All-Pro. I know. Did any of those although I think they all happened maybe before. They did all happen before the year they 2000. Did, right? So Mike Allstott he should have been born four years later, Damn. and then he would be on this list. The the train, Mike Allstott, choo choo. Yes, yes, and uh, John Lynch. Yeah, John Lynch, great too. But I think his best years were before the two thousands, yes, right? Yes. There's a reason that when I was in Tampa, there at the end, that they were they didn't want to resign him, and he ended up going to the Denver. So yeah, again, I mean, he we know he's awesome, but I think as far as the two thousands concerned, that wasn't exactly. You know, his prime or, or at that point exactly. Yeah. I think we got that right. So there we go. We got Mike yeah. Evans, Warren Sapp, Simeon Rice, Derek Brooks, and Rondé Barber for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. And we got one more division to go here. We the go west. out west. The NFC West. We'll start with the Cardinals. Not a whole lot of names. This is reminiscent of our Detroit Lions discussion. I think it's but it's sometimes nice when there's no because I think it's pretty concise. <laughs> we we have a we have a break. We can take a team off. Yeah, there's not a lot of thinking on this one. There's not a lot of thinking. No. So we got Larry Fitzgerald. Damn. In. Bam. No doubt about it. Yep. Clayus Campbell. No doubt about no it. No doubt about it. I, and Quan Bolden. I think we're no doubt about you it. You think? Right? I, I think so. mm. Okay, let me dial that back. Let's go Calais and Fitzgerald, no doubt about it. Patrick Peterson, no doubt about it. Yes. Right? Those three right off the bat. And, in fact, I'm going to throw Adrian Wilson in there, too. I okay. think Adrian Wilson is probably is, is worthy of that. Adrian, I mean, Adrian Wilson is he, he ahead of his time. You know, the guy that you're looking at right now, they're, they're going like, is he a linebacker or safety or, you know, all that? The guy that can play in the box and, and be all that, that was Adrian Wilson. He was before his time that way. So uh, that, that's where, you know, again, I know maybe some, some of the, you know, not everyday fans might not know exactly who he is, but that's when you got to trust me. And I go, he is really, really awesome football player. Yeah, five-time pro bowler. Yep. One-time All-Pro. Yep. Played his whole career. In Arizona. In Arizona. Yep. I like it. Yeah, I think so. I think he's worth it. He's, you know, and he's too, I think football people would appreciate him more, right? He's, he's one of those, like, when we played Arizona, you were like, 
Oh, we got a game plan for Adrian Wilson. Like we're, when he's here, this blitz comes. When he's there, they play this coverage. When he's here, it unlocks like four blitzes. So you got to. We don't know which one's coming, and then that that's where he was a, a special player. So now it's the fifth one that we're worried about, and that to me where it goes into Anquan Bolden or Dar- Darnell Dockett. Okay. Right, it's, I think it's those two. That's how I would look at it. Chandler Jones, not in the discussion. Not, not you know, great little run. I don't think it was long enough or substantial enough. Damn, but it is seventy-one and a half sacks. Wow, that's pretty impressive. That is. Um, geez, wow. I just I, Jones is tough. Just Chandler Jones, because I mean, it was the four or five years before that with the Patriots too, right? Huh. Yeah. I, I I tend to want to go. What do you What do you feel with Dockett or Anquan Bolden? I think Anquan I Bolden. Though. I'm I'm I'm, I'm not. I loved Anquan Bolden. Yeah. He was a great receiver, yeah. but I think Larry Fitzgerald passed him yeah. and. So, makes they, it a so moot you're point. saying it makes it a moot point. Kind of. I got you. So then let's go Darnell Dockett. I like that. I like their reasoning. Let's do that. And no Chandler Jones. Uh, gosh. So. I feel like I, I, this is where I have a hard – I think of Darnell Dockett so much more of a fabric of Arizona Cardinal football team than I do Chandler Jones. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Chandler I, I, Jones – I guess so. I guess it's a Super Bowl run that makes me think of it that way. And I know that the stats don't tell the whole story about a Darnell Dockett, right? Dockett was one of those guys that was a fuck the play up. He yeah. played defense end. He played defensive tackle, right? It wasn't always going to be 12 and 15 sacks. That's not what he was. But that doesn't mean he wasn't awesome, right? So that's where, like, the numbers aren't going to back it up compared to Chandler Jones. Chandler's going to look much more impressive. So I think yeah. we put in Dockett because of that. Okay. But I think we have to have Jones in there. You think we put I him think in there, I think this is too. one because, because okay. he was, you know, all pro two years. Yeah, I guess he so. was Led the NFL third in defensive player of the year voting in 2017. He was second in voting in 2019. Shit, I know. See, you forgot, you forgot about that. There's a few years there that I forget about Chandler Jones and how dominant he was. All right, I so like that. Good. We got six. Good. We got six Fine. for the Cardinals. Cool. You're wearing red pants, so exactly. that makes sense. You're, you go Cardinals. Biased to doing that. We go to the Rams, St. Louis, <laughs> Los Angeles. Uh, Aaron Donald is in. This might be one of the hardest ones to single out who should not make this list. Yeah, I mean, what, 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 I mean look what we're looking at right here. Name, same, say the names just right off the bat. So Marshall Falk, right. Steven Jackson, right. Todd Gurley, <laughs> Isaac Bruce, <laughs> Torrey Holt, <laughs> Cooper Cup, <laughs> Orlando Pace, and Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah, who are we going to leave off? I mean, Aaron Donald and Orlando Pace get in. I mean, they're, they're, so that, that's for sure. See you later there. Names that Pete has as, like, also worth consideration. You got Andrew Whitworth. It's insane, right? I mean, there's Robert Quinn's in there. Robert Quinn. Right? Chris Long. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Damn. What do you think there, big guy? So Marshall Falk, I think, is 100%. in. A hundred percent. We got to put Marshall Falk in. We got to put Orlando Pace in. And we got to put Aaron Donald in, right? Yes. It's those three for sure. <laughs> so Steven Jackson has over 10,000 yards with the Rams in the 2000s. I, I feel like. We got to take him. I feel like he has to go. He into. has to, and like again, it's unfortunate that he never got to be on really good teams. But he was like Stephen Jackson is, you know, again another one of those guys, Alma, that you hear me joke about all the time. Like when he walks in the room, you're like, "Wait, that's Stephen Jackson? I'm in the NFL, and I can't believe that's Stephen Jackson, right? It's it's that, right? I I, I can remember being at the Nike 
giveaway store at the Super Bowl in, in 2006, Colts Bears Super Bowl, right? And like Nike always has like you know I was sponsored by Nike, so yes. they'd always be like, hey, come buy our suite, and you were like always like yes because you know you're gonna get free shit, uh-huh. right? And, you know, when I came in, yeah, I had somebody bring me around real quick. Oh, you like this? like this. Steven Jackson was the man. He had, like, a team of Nike people around him, right? They were, like, going to do a commercial with him. He was, But I remember I'm, I had never seen him in person, right? And I just saw this guy sitting on the chair, and I could just see a back in white T-shirt. And I was like, who the fuck's back is that? That is the most jacked back and shoulders and neck I've ever seen. Yeah. Right? And, of course, it had a big head on there, too. And I'm just going, who is this person? Because, like, it had the head and, like, the neck of, like, you would think, like, a D-tackle or somebody. But you could tell the back and the shoulders were ripped and it wasn't a D-tackle. And then I kind of got on the edge of it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's Steven Jackson! I can't get, I can't, did not know he was that thick and that big." Yeah. And then he stood up, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Do people have to tackle him? That's not fair. I mean, he's one of those for sure. For that alone, he's yes. on this team. He is in the finalist grouping, and he had over ten thousand yards rushing yards mm-hmm. in the two thousands for the Rams. Surprisingly, Marshall Falk only had five thousand five hundred. I know. But there were some great yards, and he had more scrimmage yards because he was a threat. The, he was a threat through the air. Like maybe the greatest dual threat. Do we, leave, time. do we leave off Todd Gurley? It was an unbelievable run, but I think so, just because it was quick. And even if you look at the, like the 2019 season, that wasn't even a real season for him. He wasn't even like himself there, really. Right. So I really look at it and go, that was a four-year run. I think the real conversation here now is the receivers. So Isaac Bruce yeah. is a Hall of Famer. Yes. But most of his damage came in the late 90s right? and he was very good yes. after right. 2000 but he was not his best so now then you get into Tory Holt and Cooper Cup Tory Holt did all his dirty work pretty much in the 2000s right except for 99 which is the year they won the Super Bowl yeah and then Cooper Cup yeah, yeah it's it's what are we at we're going into year 7 so gosh it's only 2 years behind Tory Holt but it is a Super Bowl MVP to add on to that too, that's and offensive player of the year. So that's like, there's some double whammy stuff right there. What do you think? But here? he's only been over a. Th- I mean, that year was amazing, amazing. and an all time year. There's only year, but he he's been over a thousand yards twice. twice, 2019, and then 2021. So I think, and then last year, yeah, would have been except for the injury. So I think we're saying he's Torrey not there Holt. yet. He's not there. Tory Holt is in. I think so. All right. Okay. And Isaac Bruce is a no. Even though he's in the Hall of Fame, a lot of that came before the year 2000. Great oh, player. Yeah. So Marshall Falk, Stephen Jackson, Torrey Holt, Orlando Pace, Aaron Donald. I think that's, that's a good group. That's a damn good group. All right, Holy we cow. Move on to the 49ers, the fighting Kyle Shanahan's, <laughs> who uh, have had some very successful teams. This is going to be another difficult one. Uh, I is think. it going to be? I mean, yes. Holy crap. So let me think. The, the slam dunks <laughs> are ready. I think you go Navarro Bowman, slam dunk. Patrick Willis, slam dunk. Patrick Willis, slam dunk. Joe Staley, slam dunk. Joe Staley, slam dunk. I think so. Frank Gore, slam dunk. Frank Gore, slam dunk. So that's four dunks. Terrell Owens again, no, because it was 96 through 2003. Yeah, right. And I don't think it's enough in the 2000s. Yeah, I hear you there. I, yeah, I, I, I tend to lean that way too. So this <sighs> is an interesting one. Vernon Davis and George Kittle. I know. You know, so Vernon Davis, that's what, 10 years there. Kittle, we're going into year seven. Man, Kittle is Kittle's a better player than Vernon Davis, for sure. I yeah. know he hasn't done it as long, but, I mean, Kittle, 
like we've had since we've been working together. We we we've gone what four years in a row of going with Kelsey or Kittle or Kittle yeah. or Kelsey, right? So I think Kittle is over Vernon Davis, but yeah. is he in the top five? I know that's the other that's the part about this that's a little right. So we can cross off Vernon Davis. We you can cross off like Terrell Owens, Justin Smith, who's phenomenal football player, right? Gosh, I mean, you think about them. Alden Smith back in the day there when they were going to the Super Bowl with Jim Harbaugh and company. All right, so right now we're Navarro Bowman, Patrick Willis, Joe Staley, Frank Gore, Frank Gore, and we're we're down to one other one. Yeah. You know, Brian Young, yes, is in the Hall of Fame. He did do his best work in the 90s. I think so. So I don't know if we want to put him there, right? No. Is there anybody? I mean, is Nick Bosa, are we going to count him quite yet? No, not right? Not yet. I don't think, not yet. Justin Smith, who was on that 2012 Super Bowl losing team, came from Missouri. Such a big part of that team. He was. I mean, there's a, he's another guy that's, I mean, it's a phenomenal football player. Again, the stats and the sacks, they're not going to really say it. But, all right, this is where I think. I think to your point, like, Justin Smith is not going to beat out Patrick Willis or Navarro Bowman. Right. So that's where I think we go. Patrick Willis, Navarro Bowman, Joe Staley, Frank Gore, and George Kittle. So here is an argument for yeah. Vernon Davis. Okay. Even though we've eliminated him already. Yeah. <laughs> he had 55 touchdowns. Yeah. And he had more receiving yards than Kittle. However, it was more seasons, too. Yes, it was. He's a... He's a, he's a, a, a Ten season, but yes, I think the other thing with Kittle you got to remember is just he's 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 a great blocker. Yep, he is one of those guys that's considered to be the best run blocking tight ends in football. So that's where I I lean to him there, and I think too, even though Vernon's success is real, right? A lot more is framed around Kittle. Kittle's really like Vernon, even though he was good, it was a little bit like, hey, when it comes your way, you get the ball. Great. Whereas like Kittle's so good, they're like, no, 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 we gotta we gotta let's draw some more plays and more sure. offense around him and do everything around him. I, I guess I lean on that a little bit. All right, one more name to throw at you here. Yeah. Yeah. Ahmad Brooks. Oh man. I, you know leading the 49ers in sacks in the two thousands. Like 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 he's Lance Briggs. Of the forty, uh, you know the Bears. This is the Forty ers version. Oddly enough, he wore fifty five. Oddly enough, mm-hmm. but same type of thing. You know, I worked when I was working for New England then, or whatever. He was the guy that nobody talked about. But when you turned on the film and had a breakdown, you were going, "Who is this guy? He is a player." This Brooks, holy cow, just a, you know. Willie McGinnis-ish type, rushed the passer, dominant in the run game on the edge. He was phenomenal. He really was. I don't think he makes a list. Are you sure? I think. Leading the 49ers in sacks in the 2000s. I know. Overshadowed, like you said, by Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman. Yes. Matt Casey has put his vote in as no. No. I, I like it, his name, Ahmad. I, it's uh, a good I, sounding we, name. We know you do. Yeah, I, I think so. I, you know, again, the, the, the leading the sacks thing is, it's, it's, you know, it's a little bit. Number of games, Alden Smith got in trouble. You know, Nick Bose is going to pass that up this year, right? Yeah. Uh, so, again, a really good player, but I don't think he makes it in this one. I'm on board. All right. And just to solidify how good Frank Gore was with the 49ers, over 11,000 rushing yards and 76 touchdowns. Yes, sir. In his tenure with San Francisco. And one of Jim Harbaugh's favorite players, and Frank Gore loves Jim Harbaugh. Me, so yeah. I'm predisposed well, we to like to, that. We have to question that. Then. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's a, that's a red flag for you. <laughs>
Uh, we yeah, did we put, put Gore, yeah, in. We put Gore in. in. For sure. Yeah, Gore for is sure. there. We got our five. Pete has confirmed the final of the 49ers finalist group. And then we have one more team, the Seattle Seahawks. And they got some good ones, they, man. Again. I mean, it's, it's, I, I, so the two safeties, Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor. I know. Are both in, right? Yeah. Richard Sherman and Bobby Wagner, are you going to leave them off? And they've got to be in too, don't they? I, I, I guess. Marshawn Lynch has to be in. <laughs> they're, I, 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 they're, they're, we're in trouble with the Seahawks. So Marshawn Lynch and Sean Alexander, that's an interesting discussion. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, go only, ahead. You, only I'll, choose I'll talk one about of those. some other ones because Walter Jones is in this conversation. Oh. Walter Jones is one of the greatest tackles ever, right? I mean, and the majority of his career was in the 2000s. Michael Bennett? You know me. That's my favorite mofo ever. God, are we going to put all these guys I in? I mean, I, I almost wanted – the only problem with Michael Bennett is that, yeah, he's it, not legitimately going to win this. I want to put him in there because I know how awesome he was. He's the originator of Fuck the Play Up. That's Michael Bennett. When I started doing podcasts, that was the guy. Where I was just like, man, that, you know, I don't know. This guy right here, this guy, that, oh, my gosh, Michael Bennett. You know, people be like, he didn't have a tackle in the game. I want to go <laughs> watch the game with me, and let's go see the effect he had. Right, but I don't think there's any doubt that you we have to put Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, Richard Sherman, and Bobby Wagner. They on the have team. to be in. They have to be. Marshawn Lynch has to be. So we should look at Marshawn Lynch and Sean Alexander. Yeah, together. let's dissect so Pete, that. Together. Pete is doing that while while he tabulates some numbers yeah, here. Right. Um, Steve Hutchinson, we put him in with the Vikings I already. Know. I know. So I think even though you could make a case for him with the Seahawks as well. Yeah, what I was his what was his accolades for that so, 20, 20, 2001 to two thousand five run he had with the Hawks here? Two time All Pro, right? Pro Bowl three years, and then with Minnesota he was three time All Pro. Yeah, Pro Bowl four years. Yeah. So I think we got the right. Team I think we with got him. the right, and I think if we're going to go an offensive lineman here. We go Walter Jones. Yes. Okay. Right? So Walter Jones, Hutchinson out. Walter Jones in. Yep. So now we got to th- figure out between Marshawn Lynch and Sean Alexander. All right, the numbers are pretty clear here. Sean Alexander, 9,400 rushing yards yeah. in the 2000s, yeah. 100 touchdowns. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch, 6,000 rushing yards, 58 touchdowns. Mm, man. Now, fewer seasons. Yeah. But not by Marshawn, much. Marshawn, but not by much. Yeah, it's only one year less. He was the Marshawn was the heart of that team. He was, but you know, whatever you know, damn, you know, so was Sean. I mean, he Sean, was. it wasn't like maybe maybe not quite the personality, you know, Marshawn Lynch. But damn, I mean, when you played the Seattle Seahawks, you knew you were getting a heavy dose of of Sean Alexander and some good precision passing from Matt Hasselback. I mean, I th- he won the NFL MVP. I think we go Sean Alexander, and we do not go Marshawn Lynch. I I, I think you're probably right. We're prob- that could be the, this could be the first time. I, I think it's fair to say, you know, I mean, I don't think the running back's going to win it no matter what. I don't Seattle, think so either. Right? It's it's. Yeah, I mean, I, people do love Marshawn Lynch, but that defense is that, that is defense Seattle. is the is the story. I I would think Legion of Doom. All right, I I, I I lean on you. I know I want Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, Richard Sherman, and Bobby Wagner, and Walter Jones on it for sure. Those to me would be my five. And then if you want to add on Alexander and Marshawn Lynch, Pete's telling me he wants to do seven. Here. Pete's made the executive decision seven Seahawks. to go seven. We just go got Hawks. tired at the end. We got tired of making decisions at the end. It is a tight one. It, it could that be might the, have been the hardest one. one. Yes, actually, it really was. 
All right, we did it. Wow. Okay. That was a hard exercise. <laughs> that was kind of hard. I actually have a headache. We just remembered some dudes right there. Uh, are we done now, Pete? I don't even know how long we've been going here. I think that's good. Okay, so we didn't get to the Ask Me Anything questions on the quarterbacks, but we've talked about quarterbacks enough already, enough right? Enough quarterbacks. Enough I quarterback mean, damn, talk. all we did is draft quarterbacks, top 40 quarterback list. Yeah. I mean, come on. And then we'll hit on it. We'll get to the good ones on Wednesday. Let's try to take a moment, maybe at the start of the pod there. Where we just hit on a few. I don't know. We got the AFC. Prevailing, to do. We got prevailing the AFC ones. To do. Okay. Well, we don't have to then. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Either way. I know there's some things that people want me to discuss or, or flush out with the quarterback rankings, and uh, I probably got a few things to say myself. But do it on your own time. We'll figure it out. Just right, call them up on, on the my phone. Time. Call yeah, up those you know people me. on the phone. Yeah, no problem. I'll just I'll sit there on uh, social media all day and do that. No problem. So after the yeah. show, we're going to post a link on social media to give you guys a vote so yeah. you guys can go vote. So we'll right. do it for the NFC and then the AFC separately, Pete, or will it all be one big Google document? TBD. <laughs> We're going to talk about a lot of things You're after right. the show. You know where to find us. Come find us. Get your votes in, all right? We got the NFC. We're trying to make the best player of the century. All 16 teams in the NFC, all 16 in the AFC coming Wednesday. No quarterbacks, but let's solidify this. I think it's a good exercise. Try to figure out who the fans like, what they, how they view it as, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you get a little bit of like a in town bias or, or, yeah. or you know, there's a fan bias here that I like about it too. I'll, I'll be curious to hear the biggest pushback on some of the players that we excluded. Yeah, who's no, there's going to be there. I'm going to there's going to be two or three where we're going to go. Damn, we, we, yeah, we might have messed up on that. I'm sure. But I think we did a pretty good job. And then Pete will just put him in. We definitely didn't miss any winners. That's where I feel like. I don't think so. We got the top two or three. Uh, Three, four, five can be a little debatable for sure. I get you. All right, everybody. You know where to find us. Amen. Thanks for driving the ship as always. You look so cute today in your red pants with your T-shirt and red trim. Thanks for saving that at the end of the podcast. No problem there, Slugger. Morgan, way to go. Thanks for staying quiet over there. She didn't say anything today. She didn't yell at us. Nothing. No laughs. Nothing. She didn't spill anything. I don't think I heard. Jeez, nothing. No sneeze. Nothing. All right, everybody. Be good. Have a good next two days. We'll see you Wednesday. AFC exercise. Best players of the AFC Century 21. Whatever the hell it is. (laughs) Century 21. We'll see you there. Real safe. All right. Peace out. Clap it up. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.